This is KWRD 1470 and 98.5. And it's time for Out to Pastor, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events around Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the events coming up around the area. It's Out to Pastor. Now, here's Jamie Holmes and Matt Golson. All right, Matt, it's time. It's it's game day. Game day. It's, it's week 10. Week 10. We've worked all this time to narrow things down so that we would know who's going to the playoffs. And who's staying home. And who's staying home. Who's going to go second, third, fourth, first. It took us a whole season to get to this point. This is like the pinnacle of it, the district radio show. It is. Yeah. And, and the until next week is playoffs. <laughs> yeah, but, but this week. But the thing is, you, you know, you want to play for for ten weeks so that you can narrow it down to just a couple of folks. Instead, what we've done is we managed to create a complete mess <laughs> in the entire district of Doom. Most of which we're going to blame on our friends from Palestine. Yeah, you know, the rise wild, of Palestine. Wildcats just throwing a monkey wrench in this whole deal, and so. Who would have thought? Tonight, the Lions folks at home, senior night. Senior night. This is a good night. Week yeah. in, closing out the regular season against those always dangerous Van Vandals. Van Vandals. The Vandals from Van come to town tonight after two epic matchups with the Lions last year. The 21-20 mm-hmm. back and forth games. So we're, we're looking forward to a big matchup tonight at the stadium. But beyond that, it's got so many implications, Matt, and there'll be so many things going on around the district at the same time to try and sort this thing out. There was no place for us to go well, and, but and to the if, very top. If people could only see the desk in front of you, just the, the reams of paper <laughs> just, and the calculations that have been done. We've got slide rules out here, the, calculators. A, I th- did you bring the abacus in? The abacus is here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Because we're going to need one. That's right. Oh, man. You know what? It, it was hard to work in the word abacus on our show. <laughs> if you could just find a way to rhyme it. Yeah. You work on that. I'll work on next, that. Next yeah. week, try to rhyme okay. abacus, and then we'll know we're at the big time. That's All next right. That's next that's, level. That's next, yeah. that's next level stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, folks, we got this massive logjam in the District of Doom. It looks like Carthage has positioned themselves to, to maybe slip out with that number one spot for the playoffs. But that's part of our plan. We we set that up. We yeah, got because when we went state, we we planned it this way. We're going. Yeah, we got it. This is part of the plan. That's right. You you will remember, folks, that in yeah. 2010 we were the best third place team in the whole state of Texas. That, see, you you get them out there. They think they're number one. You come in, boom, got them. You can soften it up. Part of the plan. All part of the plan. And so strategy. So that second, third, and fourth spots in the district are just a mess. We're looking at. Eight different scenarios. There's four pages of stuff here in front of me, and we went straight to the top. We brought in Henderson Athletic Director, Head Coach Phil Castles. Coach, can you help us figure all this out today? Well, I don't know. I can tell you the different scenarios. I don't know if I can figure anything out. <laughs> we can't predict what's going to happen, can we? No, sir. Well, welcome to the show. We're proud to have you. I was thinking this morning, we've had you on the show a couple of times by phone, but we've never managed to get you in the studio. It's been uh, yeah, I think I think uh, we did do everything by phone, didn't we? We have. It's <laughs> well, pretty pretty exciting to be here. Oh, it? it is. It's nice to be in the studio. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, exciting. I can see the excitement <laughs> here in the uh, in the KWRD. You, you know, he, he's sitting here thinking, "This is how I'm spending game day." <laughs> yeah. I've got I've got plays to to plan. Yeah, he, well, he's already done all that. I'm sure. Well, the, the plan's in place, right, Coach? Yeah. Now, let, let's talk first of all about the game tonight. Tonight, yeah. 
just because it, it's a work day for you. The, the plan is in place. Oh yeah, we we put it in there Monday through Thursday. Yeah. We got we've got it in place and ready to roll. Well, you say Monday through Thursday, but you start Saturday. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, because those coaches, as a coaching staff, we put it Saturday, yeah. Sunday, and then our kids start start implementing yeah. and putting in. On, and you've on been Monday. looking at it all year. We know. Oh yeah, but Saturday morning they're up there early. Up there early. Get so they've work. been planning this. Now, now, last year, Coach, these two matchups with Van, I, I will tell you, i say this. Coming into this season, the two weeks I was most looking forward to were Pleasant Grove coming to town and Van coming to town. Because I felt like last year those were two of the most exciting games we played. I guess you could say three since we rematched with Van. But mm-hmm. I've been looking forward to this Van matchup ever since last year. Really was. From a, a fan's perspective. A couple of really good matchups, weren't they? Oh, my gosh. Uh, hard physical football game played the right way. Big plays on both sides. Comes down to the end, the, the final few minutes on both those games, and then you just flip the scores—a one-point victory for Van the first time and a one-point victory for us in the playoffs. And uh, you're right; it's something to <laughs> definitely look forward to. It's a it's a quality program over there at Van. They have been for a number of years, right? They do a really good job. They really do. And from a like I say, from a fan's perspective, I saw a lot of things I thought were similar to our program. They looked like two evenly matched teams, similar programs. You, you feel that way too? I do. I think really evenly matched, both uh, special teams, offense, defense, the whole the whole bit. I think uh, very evenly matched. So we're looking for a, a, another battle at the stadium tonight. Yes, sir. It should be a good football game. And and on top of that, if we're going to get to this in a minute, but if I understood correctly, the Vandals are – they're pretty much fighting for their playoff life tonight, aren't they? They're in a mu- they're must win. Yes. Oh, that makes them scary. <laughs> that makes them scary. Always dangerous. Yeah, that's when you have to worry. When they're backed in the corner, that's when they come out and they're dangerous. Yeah. But now, we can take them. I mean, well, we're the kings. We're, we're the gonna, lines. We're going to take them. And, yeah. and if nothing else, we know we can draw in history here. <laughs> <laughs> because we all know, <laughs> we all know that the, that the Vandals. The Eastern Germanic tribe, the Vandals, we know, folks, you will remember from this time last year, right? that the Vandals sacked Rome in the year 454 B.C. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the Vandals. We knew that. And then, of course, they spread their kingdom across the Mediterranean and northern Africa. But we all know, Matt, from history, that the end of the Vandal kingdom came in a great battle, which history teaches us, was fought approximately 20 miles from Carthage. Which... Ironically, basically puts you in Ruskin. Basically, right at Henderson. So this is probably the worst place for Van to have their back against the wall. Wouldn't you say, Coach? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> is that something that y'all talked to the boys about this week? Is the sack of Rome and and the the battle at Carthage? I didn't get to that part. I did not get <laughs> well, to that. But but they're not. I mean, they've still got a few hours before the game. I, I think that's the pep talk. I can't. I yeah. can't bring that up. It's yeah. Not too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about some eyes glazing over. What in Carthage? Who? What? Carthage is even close to the Mediterranean. <laughs> now, the other thing, Coach, we got to talk about is the performance your kids turned in last week. And I told you before the show, you know, we, we lose last week over in Carthage, but I don't think I've ever left a stadium after losing a game feeling as good as I felt last Friday night. What What did you take from it? Well, you know, the the big part for me was uh, we. You, you and I talked about it earlier, but 
the character they showed kept composure just despite some some uh, big adversity and some and some mm-hmm. things going wrong here and there but I felt like we came out at halftime and played a great second half probably as good a second half as as we played all year our kids played extremely hard and physical and uh you know moved the ball up front against yeah. a really good defense a defense who's is the stingiest one in our district and, right and uh, really felt like our kids put in a great performance. I was proud of them, proud of the way they played, particularly in the second half and the character they showed. Well, you know, second half goes to Henderson 7-3, to three, doesn't it? Yes, that's right. And I, I felt like we were moving the ball whole second half. Offensive line was moving people, moving people around, and we were running the ball as well as I think I can ever remember us running the ball against Carthage. I agree. Really were. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of good to take from it. And more importantly, probably, was the – the feeling I picked up from the kids was that they felt the same way. They do, and you know, they after the game they said, you know, hope we do get a chance to get those guys again. We'd like, we'd like, we'd like to get after them again. Well, you got, you got to like that, right? That's exactly right. That's, what, yeah. that's the attitude you want. Yeah, I like yeah. that fight. You know, yeah, that that perseverance, intensity. Yeah, don't quit. Now, a lot of that adversity last week was in the first quarter. Some turnovers and things didn't go our way in the first quarter, right? And I told you that that's really basically on me because <laughs> I showed up at the stadium with Robert Wallace, Matt. Yeah. Robert Knob. Yeah. Over there. We got there early, positioned ourselves well, scored a couple of sandwiches from Sadler's Barbecue. I mean, we had it going on. I'm in position. I have my gear there. I'm ready to roll. When the guys come out of the tunnel, I'm there. My camera's rolling. I've got them coming down the sideline. I went down to the end zone when they huddled up for the little. You know, let's go get them talk. I got it, got it covered. For some reason, while I'm filming all, there's a little red indicator though on my screen. Oh no! Yeah. Turns out, folks, that that indicator said uh, no memory card. And so, for those of you that are old enough to remember, that's essentially you don't have any film in your camera. <laughs> Not recording either. So I had to oh. make a Walmart run. And while you were gone, while I'm away. Well, you know, a couple things we didn't go our way. So basically, the Lions didn't lose. You lost. It was on me. Yeah. Coach, I take full responsibility for it. And this week, I'm going to have all my gear ready. <laughs> i got my batteries charged. And I, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm even going to bring Robert with me. I'm going to give him a second camera. We're going to cover this thing from two different camera angles. And that way, if I forget my car, at least maybe Robert will catch it if I don't. That's a great idea. If I'd known all that, I would have asked Coach Tanner to pack an extra memory card in the, in our equipment bag. I, I didn't realize that, that as big a deal as big a deal as that was, it was going to cost us yeah, well, in the first quarter. I can guarantee you, Coach Tanner will have one every week now. <laughs> well, I would, when you bring that up, I'm now thinking that I'm the one that made the mistake because he probably had one. He's got one everything else. He does. He does. <laughs> well, I tell you what, do Coach. Let's take our first commercial break. Yeah, because we got to give everyone time to catch up. We're fixing to get into some deep mathematical calculations. Folks, go get your scratch pad out and a pencil. Computer, calculator, something. Your abacus. Your abacus. Go get your your abacus. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a historical show. It's educational. The abacus, the vandals. I mean... The Battle of Carthage. Yeah. We got got it all going. It's out the pasture, folks. We're right back with more on KWRD 1470 and 98.5. 
What's the difference between Stronghurt Pharmacy and the rest? It's the difference between doing business with a trusted friend or someone just doing a job. Tommy Strong and Cliff Hurt believe there's more to running a business than just making a sale. Stronghurt Pharmacy is a good neighbor pharmacy, so they go the extra mile to make sure their customers are well taken care of. Things like free delivery in the city limits or taking after hours emergency calls to getting to know their customers by name. You can't beat Stronghurt Pharmacy. 111 East Main Street, downtown Henderson. You know, Jane, I love that music. <laughs> it's kind of hard to break in on. Yeah, it is. I, I feel bad for the kids of today. But they don't have Howard Cosell, Andy Don Meredith. I, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, Coach, right? I do. I mean, football. I, I, Monday night. I mean, we had three stations on the TV, three channels. That's right. Mm-hmm. And Monday night football. Oh, that was great. Those were great days. That was that was the heyday. That was the heyday. That was the heyday. It was. All right, now, Coach, we got yeah. we got our individual spreadsheet. You know what? <laughs> but before we get into that, though, we might should have brought Pigeon on here. I noticed that in the paper, Matt. Because he picked them right last week. He might be the one guy that's best suited. I, I think he might could figure that. Yeah. If you put Pigeon and Coach Castles together. I think they could figure this out. The pigeon, by the way, folks, if you missed it, is, has positioned himself to bring home the crown this year in the Henderson News Pick'em. Yeah, Trey has done excellent. He's got a four-game lead over Kent. And he, he's pulling out all the stops this week. I saw he's going pretty big this week. Yeah, go big or go home. Bigger home. He's school. a homing pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> he's that. All right, Coach, we got our spreadsheets out here. Now – there's there's so many different scenarios here. You want to start with the what ifs, and, and let's start with the what ifs, and we'll work our way toward what we think might happen. How about that? Okay. So the problem we got here, right, is that Carthage has separated themselves up front. Yes. And then we've got a whole pack: Henderson, Van, Kilgore, and Palestine, all knotted up at two and two, right? Yes, sir. And then we got head-to-head combat tonight. We got half of those guys are going to come out two and three, and they're three and two. And then to make it even worse, we got a complicated mess on head-to-head matchups, which is our first tiebreaker, right? Right, head-to-head first. So, for example, Palestine beat us regular season, so they got the head-to-head breaker on us. Right. But we beat Kilgore, so we got the tiebreaker on Kilgore. But Kilgore beat Van. Correct. <laughs> so if it were a tie between all three of us, Henderson, Kilgore, Palestine, then it goes to points up to 15, which means if we win by or however many points everybody wins by, you take those points, those positive points with you, and you, you put all the points together of those two games, and you either got positive points or negative points, and so that knocks people out and keeps people in and all that good stuff. Okay, so back when I was growing up, when we had one school going or two schools going for the playoffs, it would be Henderson and Carthage or Kilgore. Or, I mean, these are back in the days of Pine Tree and, and White House and different ones, but they would just flip a coin. <laughs> you know, it was a whole lot easier to figure out. This is complicated. This one could come down to the point where 
they just say, you know what, let's just flip a coin. It'd be easier. I think it would be. This is this is amazing here. All right, so tonight, Coach, we got we got Carthage and Kilgore going head-to-head, right? Yes, sir. Over in Kilgore. Right. If Kilgore sneaks up on Carthage, that really throws the whole thing into another whole layer of mess, doesn't it? It does. It puts Kilgore, you know, with the – you know that's going to finish Kilgore at three and two, which puts him is going to put them in a tie with at least one other team and possibly a lot of other teams, just depending on what else happens in the district. Regardless, there's four different scenarios. If if Kilgore were to beat Carthage, now there's four different scenarios that you have to look at that affect the placing of the teams. And depending on how the and we'll walk through those, but depending on how those shake out, we could finish anywhere from third to fifth. In those four scenarios, couldn't we? Actually, we could, we yeah, could, we could go second. second. We could go second. Or second. Second to second fifth. fifth. It could be any of them. My goodness. <laughs> That's right. What? All right, well, so walk us through. Let's go through those four. Okay. Let's say Kilgore's going to beat Carthage. Right. And then we beat Van. Palestine beats Chapel Hill. Right. So if that happens, that, you know, Carthage is still first place. They're four and one. Chapel Hill's still out. And so now you've got three teams that are three and two that are tied for the second and third place finish. Actually, second, third, and fourth. Second, third, and fourth. get into the playoffs. That puts Van out. They're through. And then Palestine, Kilgore, Henderson are in a three-way tie for those those spots. And so now then it would come down to Henderson, Kilgore, and Palestine have all beat each other. So you end up with Henderson in third. Palestine ends up in second. We're third, and Kilgore would be fourth. They would get in the playoffs because they beat Carthage, and Van would be out. So is in all these scenarios we're looking at, we talked earlier, Van is playing for their playoff life tonight. There's one scenario that Van could lose and still get in. What? And, wait, what? And that's if, that's if Kilgore beats Carthage, we beat Van, and then Chapel Hill Gets upset. Oh, okay. So you, by, I mean, Chapel Hill upsets Palestine. So they would need two upsets that to would, happen. That's right. And then Van could still But it could happen. In. That's right. That's when the Van could get beat and still get in. They would get into the fourth place spot. Wow. That's wild. Well, let's take the let's take the other known, which is if we beat Van tonight, we're in. Yes, sir. Okay. Let's, we need to get that on the table. If we beat Van tonight... We're in. We don't know exactly which spot we'll fall in until these other shoes drop, but we'll be in the playoffs. That's exactly right. right. But now, if so, if we're in, we're guaranteed. We know that. If we lose, we're probably still going, but it's not guaranteed. Exactly. So we're not in the do or die situation Van is necessarily, but we're still. We need to win. No doubt. Just win. That's exactly right. All right. Well, let's let's look at the other side of your chart here, where Carthage. Holds on and beats Kilgore. That gives us four completely different scenarios? Yes, sir. Four completely different scenarios, all of which were in the playoffs, regardless of what else happens. So if Carthage beats Kilgore, we're in the playoffs no matter what happens. Now, Wait a minute. Does that mean we have to root for Carthage? I can't root for Carthage. Ask that. <laughs> well, I can't really root for Kilgore either, though. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> Now, Coach, you're, you you were from Kilgore, though, right? Yes, sir. So, so I, I root for Kilgore a little bit more. How about that? <laughs> okay, but I want to see so I don't know what to do. So well, if if all right, so if Carthage beats Kilgore tonight, yes, sir, we're in regardless. That's correct. And if we beat Van, we're in regardless. Correct. So those are, those are two scenarios that we know, and it looks like we know that regardless of what happens tonight, Chapel Hill staying home. 
There's not a scenario where they go to the playoffs. Right, they're is out. Kill- Carthage is going to be first place, and Chapel Hill is not going to make the playoffs. That's that's a done deal. And and that's about all we know other than if Carthage beats Kilgore, we're in the playoffs, and if Henderson beats Van, we're in the playoffs. That's exactly right. Whew. That's a simple version. Did you bring the Excedrin? <laughs> I need it. This is... Yeah, okay, so Carthage and Chapel Hill are the only ones that nothing changes. They're done regardless. True. That's exactly right. Everybody else, all these other four teams are waiting... They're playing, but they're also waiting to see what happens with the rest of the district. So everyone's going to be checking the other scores. No doubt. To see what's happening. That's right. Okay. Yeah, when they say, you know, scores of interest in the district tonight. They will be of interest. Scores of interest in the district. No wonder it's called the District of Doom. And, you know, and, and Coach, it looks to me like the thing that really, really created this mess is our friends over in Anderson County. Because if Palestine had just kind of stayed out of the way. Wouldn't have this mess, would we? Oh, yeah, you're right. It'd be over. We'd already know where we were playing, have it all scheduled, and not have to do all the flipping and everything else we're going to have to do on Saturday. But, you know, those kids put it together this year. I think they played pretty consistent football, and I know that running back, who, by the way, I got a pretty good look at that kid out there at the coin toss, and he was he put together. He is. I'm glad I didn't have tackling. He's a hard runner, and he is a strong kid. Strong kid. And so he's going to be a problem. What is his anybody. last name? It's not Peterson, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you kind of look like him. Um, but, yeah, that's what created this mess because then um, it, it just added uncertainty to everywhere. And, and even to the point where the, our one loss against Palestine creates some some problems for us even on tiebreakers, doesn't it? Yes, sir. really does. All right, so let's talk about most likely scenario. What, what do we figure knowing that nothing's a done deal? What, what, what does your gut tell you is the most likely way this thing shakes out tomorrow, tonight? Well, if you look at the the predictions like Padilla and some of those people that's, that uh, spend a lot of time predicting everything and, and look at all those and look at stats and all that stuff, well, Padilla predicts that, that Carthage beats Kilgore, Henderson beats Van, and Palestine beats Chapel Hill. And if that were to happen, then you would have, again, Carthage being first place, Chapel Hill's out, and then second place would be Palestine. They, wow. They would be 3-2. and two. We would be 3-2. and two. Head-to-head, they beat us, so they would go as second-place team. We would go as the third-place team. Kilgore would go, get in the door as a fourth-place team because Van had the loss to us, which puts them out. Wow. So that's what that's what you would have if, like, again, that's just you know people from the outside looking in. You know high school football. That's yeah. why you play the game. But uh, that's that's what Padilla and some of those other people have predicted. Now, the other wild card on that deal is this Carthage-Kilgore game in Kilgore. That's a big rivalry game. A huge rivalry so game. So you don't know what's going to happen there. You sure don't. And Kilgore's playing really good. and They play good against Van and... Uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see see what that score is and how that works out. In fact, I would say of those three games, the only one that looks like would be, you know, a, pr- a pretty good bet would be Palestine taking the one away from Chapel Hill. Probably so. Chapel Hill really has struggled. Something had some injuries, and they have. They have not had their best season. This would be surprised to me if they beat Palestine, but it could happen. But the other ones, I think. Uh, Outside of Henderson's going to beat Van, it could go either way. Yes, sir. All right. Well, folks, if you're keeping score at home, that's going to be the uh, 
B2. That's your top left square you're going to mark off there. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and maybe we should do that tonight, Matt. Put together like a little bingo card where we can keep track throughout the We may have to, go, may have to go bigger. may need to go battleship. <laughs> because it's a little more complicated than bingo. I'm just saying here. Uh, yeah. So... Well, what do you think makes the difference tonight, Coach, for us? Van's a good program. we got a lot of respect for them. They play us hard. What's going to separate us from Van? Well, you know, I think it still comes down to the fundamentals and, and definitely protecting the football and not turning the ball over. Turnovers were, were big in the last times we, we played Van. You know, last year when we played them both at their place, uh, we gave up one, and they scored on us on a, on a turnover, scored six on us. And then we turned around and scored on them. And then Pedro intercepted one in the playoff game and, and scored. So the takeaways and the turnovers are huge. Uh, I, I feel like you got two evenly matched teams, and it's going to come down to that, that kind of deal, turnovers and special teams plays. And, and memory cards, of course. And memory cards. Memory cards. That's we'll right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll you have everybody in place. To <laughs> because be basically our loss at Carthage was your fault. It was on me. Yeah. I'm taking that one for the team. I'm going to be on it. And that would have changed the whole scenario, too. Oh, listen. <laughs> then we'd had two pages of spreadsheets yeah. in here. Maybe it's good you didn't do that. Yeah. This is already complicated enough. Try and think ahead. All right, well, tell you, Coach, let's take our last break. We'll come right back with some thoughts on what else is going on around town this weekend and, and what we're going to have to do to beat these guys from Van and bring that Van dual kingdom to an end <laughs> 20 miles from Carthage, just like the history books teach us. History repeats itself. I'm not I'm just saying. That's it. We're back, 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 folks. We're more out to pasture. It's KWRD, 1470 and 98.5. This is Jamie Holmes. By now, you know I believe in playing by the rules, keeping insurance companies honest, and making my mama proud. But it's not all about insurance. At my office, we've handled car wrecks, 18-wheeler crashes, and oil-filled accidents every day for over 25 years. So if you need help with an insurance company or you've been injured in an accident, be like me and do what my mama says. If you need any help, call Jamie at 90. 90- He'll help you out because his mother said so. Trace Agurum with lead guitar? Yeah, you didn't know he could play guitar. Wow. Yeah, he's talented. You said he was picking. I didn't think he was like picking and grinning, picking. He's, <laughs> he's jamming. He's jamming. Trace Agurum. He's getting all excited about the game tonight. All right, now, Coach, one more thing on this tiebreaker situation we talked about. Is it, if it ends up in a tie, the first tiebreaker is head-to-head competition, right? True. Now, if you end up, there's at least one scenario here on your chart where you end up with Three teams in a three-way tie where head-to-head won't even do it. Correct. So what do you do then? Then it goes to positive points. So if uh, if up to 15. So if, if one team won by 15 points or more, then they're going to get 15 positive points. If they only won by six points, then they got six positive points. Well, they put all three games together, and you have a total. And this is how many points you have. And then all three teams compare their points when they played each other. And the team with the most is is in the that first that first spot, or in this case, second. And then you got third and fourth. But something could happen, <clears throat> and you could have a couple teams that have the same number of points. True, that could, that could happen. That could happen, and then you go to my favorite, the okay. coin flip. Axe throwing. <laughs> yeah, axe throwing. <laughs> 
So one of those examples, Coach, just to, to put it in some perspective, is here, folks, this is on the bottom right-hand corner of your bingo card. Let's pretend for a moment that Carthage gets beat by Kilgore, Van sneaks up on Henderson, and Chapel Hill sneaks up on Palestine. If that happens, Coach, you've got a three-way tie here. Kilgore, Palestine, and Van all at three and two. That's right, and they've all beat each other. And they've all beat each other, so we've got to go to point spreads. That's that's right. So depending on what the scoring totals look like tonight between those three teams in that scenario, they can end up meeting over at the Whataburger somewhere and flipping a coin to see who stays home. Well, they could, but since those games have already occurred, their games when they played each other have already happened, then they already have those point totals. In other words, they know how many positive points they have. Oh, it's just on the head-to-head. That's right. That's right, just with those teams. And, and so it works out that Palestine would end up being second, Van third, and, and Kilgore fourth based on the points, positive points. Wow. Yeah. That's why he does this job. That's why he does yeah. this job. He's the expert. <laughs> All right, now, we brought in the professional. That's, that's what we did. That's yeah, what we did. That's what you do. But now, and you've had to look even beyond that, though, Coach, to try to figure out, once you've had these scenarios all mapped out, then you had to start thinking about, well, what does that mean when they pair us up with our adjoining district, right, for the first round of the playoffs? Sure, that's right. So what does that mean for us if we go in the playoffs Second, third, or fourth. Well, the, we know. the other district's pretty much set. We know that the first place team out of the other district's going to be Crandall. They were not first, but Middle Lothian Heritage had to forfeit a game versus Crandall. They played a player that uh, was not supposed to play. Small infraction. And so that bumped, <laughs> bumped Crandall to first place. It made Middle Lothian Heritage second place. And then Athens probably will be the fourth place. Waxahachie Life will probably be the third. And so what you're looking at is their matchups, you know, their fourth place plays our first place, their second place plays, and so forth, all the way down the the line. So all that being said, you have to make arrangements uh, or at least talk about places to play and who you're going to play and and who the matchups are. So we know that Carthage is going to be first place in the district. Uh, because that's just the way it's already worked out. And they know that Athens, more than likely, will be the the last place in the district over there. So they've already figured out, I'm sure, where they're going to play and and all that good stuff. Everybody else has to figure it out after Friday night to make sure that that uh, you're matched Mm. up on the right people. So in the other district, even though Crandall's first, Midlothian may be tougher. Yes, definitely. And so Midlothian will pick up, instead of picking up our fourth-place team out of our district, Midlothian will pick up the third-place team out of our district. Which which could be us. Which is us in a lot of different scenarios. The majority of the scenarios, it's us. Yeah, I would say B1, B2, N3, and G4. (laughs) Bingo. Wait, was that too early? (laughs) All of those have us end up in the third-place spot where we would draw Midlothian Heritage in the first round. Is that right? That's right. And then Crandall will play whoever comes out in our fourth place spot, which again could be us, could be a lot of different people. I mean, if you look at all the scenarios, there's a bunch of different folks that mm. can end up in fourth place. I just feel bad for the other district. I mean, they'll lose four games yeah. against us. So, I mean, <laughs> well, you I don't know, know what, you what do you do? You know, over on their side, they're looking at this same chart, going, mm. uh, "Do I really want to play Kilgore, Henderson, Van, Carthage?" 
Palestine? Yeah, I mean, there's not really a good solution on there. No, I, I kind of feel bad for them. I mean, not that bad. Not but. that bad. But I think maybe next year, Coach, y'all need to have a meeting and vote Palestine out of this whole deal. Let's just, <laughs> yeah. eliminate Y'all cause way too many problems this year. They cause way too much problems. They really are. They're, put, put them in a corner. They're they shaking it up. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, uh, Coach, thanks for explaining all that to Coach, us. Coach, I have one question. Uh-huh. Do you have a favorite not 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 player, but a favorite position on the team. Golly, that's a great question. A, a favorite position. Cause I I kind of thought you might like punter, <laughs> right? Because they always put their best foot forward. That, that's good. <laughs> you get a kick out of that. <laughs> Think about it, coach. The next time you're on, you can answer. I it. like it. <laughs> now, if coach, if that if that pep talk about. The Vandals being defeated 20 miles from Carthage doesn't work. You can go to that one right. and throw in the best foot forward jump. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we won't charge a thing for that. That's up. free. That's yeah. free. It's on out here. That's faster. We're doing what we can for the lines. <laughs> Bringing the memory cards, providing the jokes, just doing what we can. That's it. It's our job. That's our job. Now, Coach, when this thing's over on Saturday, we're all going to the Syrup Festival. We're going to have a great time regardless. We'll worry about who we're going to beat next Friday night after the festival's over. Pick up some syrup mat down yeah. there at the Kiwanis table. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to do that. Get you something to eat on a stick, whether it's sausage, chicken, alligator, whatever it is. Whatever it is. And, and, on a stick. and our church is going to have a booth, and we'll have balloons on a stick. Don't eat those. Don't. <laughs> but you can have a food in one and, and balloon on the other. It's going to be a great time. It is Syrup Festival weekend, folks, and it's going to be huge. If the weather turns out like it did last couple weekends. It looks like it's going to be nice. It's going to be Packed in Henderson, Texas. It is going to be huge. My favorite weekend of the year, Matt. Yeah, well, we'll beat Van. Then we celebrate the Surf Festival. We'll celebrate so. the Surf Festival. Get some Vandal on a stick. <laughs> now, at 2.30 or around 2 o'clock, Surf Festival is going to thin out and quieten down, Coach, because LSU Alabama is going to be on TV Saturday afternoon. What's your pick on that one? Wow. Are you allowed to pick? Because I know on ESPN they can't pick some games. We're going to put him on the spot. So are you allowed to pick? I don't know. I don't know if there's a UI rule against me picking that game or not. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know. I don't know. LSU's closer. Alabama runs a great program, obviously. All those good things. It ought to be a good ball game. But I don't know. I haven't watched enough of, enough of college football. I get to watch college football after the high school season. That's when uh, I have time to go watch a little bit of it. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I can see that. that was, let's call it a toss-up. Yeah, that was, that was a good answer there. <laughs> you know? Never know what school might come recruit players. I mean, you, know, you don't want to make anybody upset. Yeah, Saban may be listening. You never know. Coach Orgeron. <laughs> you never know. That's right. We get both those guys coming this way. They they send coaches to us in the off season. We get LSU scouts and, and Alabama scouts in Henderson, Texas. In Henderson. Oh yeah. Really? We do. Well, that's what I'm that saying. That speaks well of your program and yeah. our kids. It's pretty neat. It's pretty darn neat. It really is. I tell you, what, I've been proud of your team this year. They played real hard. Not just last year. They played really hard all year. Kept themselves together. You know, they're kids, so it's, sometimes we're better than other times. But I think, on the whole, they've looked really good. And uh, I'm looking for good things tonight and weeks to come. Thank you. Yeah, me too. All right. All right, Coach, thanks for joining us this week. Folks, get out to the game tonight. Get there early. It's yeah. going to be senior night. The senior night's going to be a big night. Big victory for the, the Lions. Vandals are coming to town. They don't, probably don't realize they're only 20 miles from Carthage. Yeah, they're, they're going, going to learn. learn. They're going to learn. <laughs> they're going to learn. That's how it all ends. Check the history book. I'm not wrong. <laughs> all right, folks, that's all we got time for this week. We're going to be back next week to celebrate a big win, and we will know by then. Yeah, who we're playing. Who we're playing and who everybody is and where they're all going. All right. We'll see you next week, folks. I'm out to pastor. It's KWRD 1470 98.5.